Yo, we going live. Yo, what's up with you guys? This is your boy Rob Glove. This is the 15th episode of the Lost Ones podcast. What's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Um, when y'all when y'all are going to be able to hear this, it will be some sometime in the morning. I'm recording this at 3:13 a.m. Yeah, just want to give y'all a nice episode for the week. Um, how y'all doing? Now is a Friday. Up late, just chilling. I just feel like recording something just to give y'all another episode for the week. Just keep y'all satisfied. Um, if y'all haven't been seeing um, on the Lost Ones podcast Instagram page, go ahead and follow. Um, just to inform y'all how we're going to be doing things and going to remain doing things. I'm giving y'all two episodes a week with two visuals, um, updated contents within the week. You know, just give y'all a little insight of what we're doing and, you know, how we're going to move forward and give y'all these episodes. You know, how y'all been doing? It's the end of the week. A lot of y'all been working all week. I know I have. You know, my schedule be crazy. You know, some days I be going to work on the first shift side. Some other days I'll go to work from 2 to 10, 2 to 11, 2 to 12. So, you know, it's just an adjusting period again. I schedule right. Um... It's not too much going on this week. You know, it's a couple of things that's been going on. Um, what's going on with social media and you know, little news has been coming out here and there. Um, a couple of things I want to discuss. Um, right off the bat, I see a lot of people are criticizing AD for his lack of um, dominance to start the year off in 2021. And let me address that for all the people that's um, been very critical of AD and not giving and not letting him soak his game and preserve his body. Well, one of the reasons why, because we all know that Anthony Davis have a, a, a history of injuries, not career-threatening or season-threatening, but little knick-knack injuries. So him preserving his body, and not only the, just that, the Lakers just came off um, they just won a championship a couple months ago and had to start a new season a month and a half later. So, although you may see LeBron going full throttle in the beginning of the season, you see AD pacing himself. And, I, and I've been watching that real close and, and checking it and peeping it. They're doing that on purpose. LeBron wants to go full throttle to let y'all know that year 18, I'm still the best player in the world. Keep that foot on your necks. An early MVP consideration. AD can preserve his body, start the season off slow, but get into a nice rhythm. Then as LeBron tends to scale it back in the later part of the career, that allows AD to flourish as the number one scoring option. Now it's, it's the adjusted period. Okay, LeBron's going full throttle in the beginning of the season. AD is pacing himself. I see a lot of people say, though, he's not showing his dominance. He's not showing why he's a top five, top three player, even though he proved himself in the last last year he's a top three player. But AD's going to get that together. I'm not worried about that. Um, Are there any flaws about the Lakers? No, other than Kyle Kuzma. I'm not one of the people that's willing to trade Kyle Kuzma, but I would trade Kyle Kuzma. Um, Kyle Kuzma hasn't involved his game. He hasn't really improved. Um, defensively, he can, he can be a 
defensive player, but lacks the consistency. You can say the same thing on the offensive end. He has a lot of potential. He's been having potential for the last three or four years, but he's still stagnant. The only thing that worries me about the Lakers is THT, Taylor Horton, Tucker's minutes, and Alex Caruso's minutes. Um, they've been the ones who've been getting the least amount of minutes in the rotation. Uh, granted, Alex Caruso is just now really playing meaningful minutes again to start the season. I think he had like an injury and he was on COVID protocol. And Taylor Huck and Taylor Horton, I'm sorry, sometimes I get his name mixed up sometimes. But I didn't know how nice Taylor Horton was. Uh, he was he shown glimpse, but Taylor Horton is, is nice. I won't be surprised if they trade Kuzma for um, another wing and let Taylor Horton run the second unit. I feel like teams really don't know how to game plan for him to come off the bench. He can easily average about eight to 16 points a game. So that just gives him much to think about. Um, in the West, am I concerned with anyone beating the Lakers in the West? No. I wasn't worried last year, and definitely with a, a better roster and a year of Anthony Davis and LeBron, they are, they had great chemistry coming to last season when they first was assembled. Now they're they're together for a second season. The chemistry going only but be better, you know. Um, if you want to say the Clippers, you can. Um, Kawhi. Having a solid season, of course. Uh, PG's been looking nice, but I've seen PG play good in the regular season and fall very, very, very short in the playoffs. So until I see them in the playoff series and, K, uh, and PG shows the consistency, maybe I'll change my mind. But until then, I'm not giving PG no leeway until I see that in the playoffs. Um. The Warriors just don't have enough outside of Steph Curry to compete. Um, Denver defensively can't handle anyone on the Lakers. They don't have no one to guard AD or LeBron. Um, Dallas, young. Hopefully KP stays healthy, but even that's a stretch. And Luka can't guard anyone. The Blazers, no. Pelicans, no. That's if they make the playoffs. Am I missing anyone? If I'm missing anyone, please comment and let me know if I'm missing anyone on the West. But, yeah, I don't really see the, the Lakers having really that much competition. It, it's, it's so funny that there's more competition in the Eastern Conference than it is in the West. But for so long, the East has been the weaker conference. LeBron was in the East. It was so weak. LeBron goes to the West. Now, all of a sudden, the West is weak. And the Eastern Conference is, has so much competition. The irony. Granted, I have Brooklyn coming out the East this year, y'all. I'm sorry. Even while Kyrie Irving's on an emotional roller coaster, James Harden is fat. And KD is still playing off of a torn Achilles. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I thought KD was going to be about 80% of what he was. He's about 100% of what he was. He might be just a tad bit better. I've never seen KD attack the rim like that, even before tearing his Achilles. 
He's attacking the rim. And that's crazy. He's he's still unguardable on the wing. Um, pull up jumpers, threes. He's he's been a little bit better now playmaking. Um, I know James Harden. He's been a playmaker. Um, my only thing is is de- their defense is trash. They can't guard anyone. But the fact that they have three players that can put up thirty each, they can all put up thirty points and win games. Um, Giannis, I just don't believe in Giannis. Giannis is not a number one option on the team for me. That's my personal opinion. And until he goes to a team with a dominant guard or a dominant wing that can pace the floor for him, he will never be successful. And him signing that $200 million contract with Milwaukee was a mistake. Um, only comp- I really think it's going to be between Brooklyn and Philly. And that might go seven games. I might. I don't know who's going to win because can't nobody on the Brooklyn Nets even walk with Joel and B, let alone guard. DeAndre Jordan is washed. I'm sorry, he's been washed for the last four, three years now. Who's going to? Uh, ben Simmons is a liability on offense, outside of playmaking, but. He's still a playmaker. He can guard all five positions. He can switch off from Kyrie Irving to Kevin Durant to James Harden. And once again, Joel Embiid's the most dominant big in the league in the last, what, four or five years now? That's 260, 270 pounds worth of mass. Nobody on the Brooklyn Nets can stop him. a lot of things I wanted to discuss with y'all. Not a lot, but just a certain amount of topics. About this way forever. Um, one of my topics I want to discuss with this episode with you guys is animosity. Now, in Cleveland... I've been living in Cleveland all my life. Never been. I mean, I've I, I taken a lot of trips to different places, and I've seen different cities. Um, you know, every every everywhere you go is going to have people having animosity towards other people. You no, know, that happens everywhere. So I'm not trying to just make it seem like it's just Cleveland that has that. Everywhere in the world have animosity between different people. We're all human. We go through those things. Um, but man, if if Cleveland didn't have such hatred amongst each other and different communities can come together within Cleveland, we will be so great right now in every aspect as far as business, um, entertainment, um, anything, honestly. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of times where a perfect example, you can't really ride with certain music through certain neighborhoods in Cleveland, especially in the summertime. A lot of rappers in the city have beef with certain hoods. That doesn't really allow people to play music through certain communities because you can't. It's certain beefs, anything. And I found that to be 
very not disturbing, but it can be very just it, it can just stop the movement what people are trying to do because a lot of people are not going to support it because of different neighborhoods, different politics, whatever the case may be. It's certain people from certain neighborhoods I personally don't listen to. You might might say it's biased. Um, I don't. Yeah, that's a little biased, but it's true. We are gonna have certain biases, but that doesn't mean I don't respect nobody. It's just there's certain things you you've grown accustomed to, certain things. But you know, at some at some point, I'm gonna outgrow that way of thinking and grow out of that mindset. I don't really have it now, but I, mean, I still have some of it. But I just wish that, you know, a lot of people in this city have so much pride and so much ego. You know, everybody has portrayed the image of they're bigger than what they really are. And it stops the growth of a lot of people and what they're trying to do because they're trying to pertain this image. And... It's messing up a lot of money movement, messing up a lot of business opportunities, a lot of um, gaining um, friendships and gaining business ways and business ideas and other um, whatever ways that people try to make a profit off of something because everybody's not going to support it. Is it right? No. But it's the way of life. It's the way we've grown accustomed to, and it's going to be like that till. People in these positions make these certain changes and allow these different communities to come together, you know. Um, someone asked me one time, do you think Cleveland rappers are in position to blackball other artists from getting on? I think for sure. Um, perfect example, you know, everybody knowing Chief Keef, everybody from 300 got on you know on the music scene they had ops in their hoods that ebg duck uh little j they were definitely getting blackballed before duck died last year it took duck about maybe five six years for people actually to start really taking him seriously listening to him all they know or they were chief keith and little dirk's ops and they were making diss songs about their dead homies So with Chief Keep got on, Chief Keep got on, you know, blackball certain people, you know. Not saying it is right because, you know, you're stopping somebody else from gaining opportunity. But in a certain way, they're only trying to get that opportunity off of disrespecting you and your people. So you kind of see both sides of the spectrum. I know a lot of y'all probably seen uh, – name trench boy bricks ig live when he was talking about um doughboy and my perspective on that that happens a lot in music people steal people's songs lyrics that happens all the time you know they they from what he was saying on his live they have like a personal issue and that's between them i ain't discussing that because it ain't my business to discuss it but i'm just discussing the fact that shit like that happens Just like 
you know, the whole Rondo number nine, Tate 600, and Lil Dirk situation. Um, everybody was falsely accusing Tate 600 for snitching, even though the paperwork came out and clear as day said he wasn't a part of anything behind the case. And people were still trying to drag him through the mud, even Little Dirk. Little Dirk's one of my favorite artists, but I can still see some of the hypocrisy of people trying to blackball other artists, especially in their own cities. And at some point, you know, we wish these people would get over that mindset of trying to you know, not put everybody on, because that's the goal, man. You want to put everybody on, but understand that you can't put everybody on that you want to, or there's going to be certain differences, and, you know. Hopefully, we get to that point where that won't be the case anymore. I still yet to get a stimulus check. Well, not this first one. I got my first one. This is the second one, I think. The government's fucking with me. <laughs> I really think the government's fucking with me in some type of way, man. But it's all good. I'll be working. Working, trying to get it right, y'all. But just wanted to give y'all another episode. Um, It's 3 in the morning right now. There's not really nothing to discuss, honestly. But what else? I've seen on Twitter about what's going on with Tiny and T.I. About, you know, some... Uh, females going on social media saying about how they were drugged and you know forced to have sexual relations with both Tiny and T.I. And you know the sickening part about it is a lot of these celebrities people in higher positions the elite of the elite are capable of doing these things. They've been doing these things for a long time. I think the video paused. I'm sorry you guys. Where once was watching. Um, what I was saying was, a lot of these things happen with the people that's in these powerful, uh, powerful positions, the elite of the elite, the wealthy of the wealthy. You know, they they are in position to you know, get over on certain people, take advantage, certainly of of women, black women at that. And what another thing I don't like about, you know, a lot of times I see, you know, you see women come out about what, what's going on with them and they were abused, they were taken advantage of. You know, when they let out those feelings on social media, uh, whether it's a cry for help or just let people be informed about the people that were abusing or, or abused by these people, you know, a lot of men aren't receptive of it. They either bash the women for coming out so late or bash women for trying to put out the men themselves. Especially, I see people do the same thing here sometimes. And I used to have a way of thinking of, like, oh, maybe they lie. You know, sometimes women lie about situations like that. But other times, a lot of women are telling the truth about these things. And they need to be heard. Their voices need to be heard and need to be dealt with. But a lot of times, women don't feel comfortable enough with opening up what happened to him in the past because not a lot of people were willing to be on their side about it, to believe them. And although whether they're um whether they're trying to be either telling the truth or not, you still have to go with these allegations because a lot of these allegations are very, very serious.
even have to check some some dudes I know on Insta not on Instagram but Twitter for saying those same things about you know bitches be lying and blah 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 blah. And at certain times, yes, females do fabricate some incidences where men put their hands on them and they were abused. Sometimes they do fabricate those the the, the information. That's that's true. But also at the same exact time. There's a lot of women who don't fabricate anything. They're telling the truth. Um, speaking of that situation, I seen the Chad Wilder dude from the Seattle Seahawks uh, abuse his girlfriend. They put pictures of her on Twitter on social media. Period about you know him he abusing her, hit her, beat her, almost beat her to death. Um, she ended up saying in the hospital that um, he didn't know that she was still alive and he was laughing at her while he was drinking a smoothie and it's, it's sick to even know that black women are going through those type of things. You know? By any man, regardless of any cover, with any woman getting abused by any man. It, it doesn't matter really. especially But especially to black women. And the fact that the NFL... Haven't came out with nothing regardless of the situation. The Seattle Seahawks have to come out and handle the situation swiftly. And they haven't even said nothing about cutting him, releasing him from the team. He can't play, have any football activities, anything. And that's also disturbing. Because we've seen situations how they mishandled the Ray Rice situation. We've seen other situations of domestic violence within the NFL and either their not quick to give the discipline or they're so quick they haven't even have gotten all the evidence to conclude their research or whatever they were investigating. Especially this is a white man. You know, we we just seen the Riley Cooper situation what was it about maybe four or five years ago? He was he was guaranteed a new contract by the Philadelphia Eagles. He was at a country concert yelling at black people, calling them niggers. No discipline, no disciplinary actions, no nothing. Maybe he had to go to a seminar or something. It's just a shame how, you know, even in all aspects of life, you see the double standard. And are we surprised by it? No. A lot of people are still surprised by it. I'm not surprised by it. But it's just still um, very disheartening that we're still going through a lot of these similar situations that our great-grandparents have gone through. Not physically. Well, still physically because we're still getting gunned down on camera and people are getting walked away with it, just walking away without suffering any consequences. Our justice system, not only are they not for us, they don't have no accountability of their actions, of how they handle legal obligations in different demographics. They don't. But we should be smart enough to know this is designed. This is designed by them. They're... They, they place this whole system to design so one side can have a more advantage than the other. This this was designed. So instead of getting outraged by a lot of these things, we should do what's necessary to 
push back, fight back. Um, I'm gonna let y'all know about something about me. Um, I love Kanye West. Uh, I've been a Kanye West fan for for a long time, as long as I can remember, honestly. Um, I remember seeing his comments on TMZ. Um, two comments he made about Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She's only just saved them to go work for white people, and slavery was a choice. So I was having a conversation with my girlfriend about it. She's she's very um, intellectual about a lot of the, a lot of these things and about our people, and she was telling me about how that statement was true. A lot of people cho- didn't choose to fight back, didn't ch- choose to be free. They just chose to stay and be slaves. Um, I have a mixed feeling about it because I don't want to double dutch. Part of it is true. Part of it isn't. The The true part about it is a lot of people did choose not to fight back. A lot of people chose to stay slave and, and didn't choose to be free at all. They chose to still be under massa. So at one point, at one point, slavery did become a choice for our people, unfortunately. A lot of people chose to fight back and to be free. A lot of people didn't choose to fight back. They stayed. So... A lot of that is true, but at the same time, we didn't choose to be here. We didn't choose to get on that boat, and our people was being killed coming here. Our people came here to be property of somebody else. They didn't choose that. None of them chose that. So, it's a, it's a mixed feeling for me. You got to know how to say it. You can't just say statements like slavery was a choice. You, you not elaborate on yourself. You can't you can't say statements like Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just had them working for white people. Newsflash Kanye, who how how were black people supposed to make a living for themselves? Who had all the jobs? White people. Who had the financial resources to White people, who we, we didn't have anything. We didn't have nothing. So for Harriet Tubman to free a lot of our people and to get them opportunities and resources to gain some type of value to themselves, how are you going to just disrespect Harriet Tubman like that, man? And not put nothing you say into context. Uh, like a lot of people like Kanye West just throw out bold statements without any type of context behind what you're saying. You can't say stuff like that, man. I hate I hate when people say stuff like that. You can't just say certain statements boldly. Like you 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 just leading people in the wrong direction to of ignorance. Even though. A, what, a lot of what you're saying is true, and a lot of the stuff you said were just a bunch of bullshit. I don't want to be emotional about it because, like I said, to someone what he said is true. So I have to give him some respect of saying it. No one else is bold enough to say that our people chose, a lot of our people chose to still be slaves because they did, obviously. That's obvious. A lot of people didn't choose to fight back. They were comfortable with being slaves. 
You know, as you get older, man, you start really have to learn your history because they're not teaching us this shit. They're purposely not teaching us this shit. And it's crazy, me being in school for 12 years from preschool to 12th grade. None of this stuff that we're learning now, we're experiencing, we're seeing, they're not teaching us this. They're not teaching us this in, in school at all. They lie. They lie. They, we've been, I had the same social studies textbook from fourth grade to seventh grade, the same one. And all it was about was the Roman Empire. They only touched slavery briefly. Nothing about how we became slaves, where we were before slaves, before being slaves. We were kings and queens. We owned land. We owned a lot of things. We held value. We built a lot of we built a lot of what, what the world is now. We were we were so much more than what we is, than what we were to become. And a lot of people don't know that. It took it definitely took me a while to more like, wow, we was really kings and queens of this. How did we get here? Our own people were selling were selling us. You know what I'm saying? Like our own people were selling other niggas. You know? And it is a lot to impact as you get older and you learn this information. It's like you have to unlearn and relearn it. It's difficult, trust me. I be trying to unlearn a lot of shit, but I still have a lot of things that was embedded in me, right or wrong. I'm trying to recalibrate and switch it for a better me, for having me a better version of myself. It, but it is a lot. I ain't gonna lie to none of y'all. But just knowing that you have that, that you want to learn more, you want to unlearn a lot of things and to be a better you in the positive direction, it's gonna take time. But as long as you're making that effort, you sh- you're gonna be fine. You just have to really, like, really do the digging, actually put the effort in to really. Changing. We already at 30 minutes. I told y'all every episode going to be 30 minutes or higher from there on out. I'm going to, if I really had conversations down pack and really be in tune, I want to do this for like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, it's, it's 3.44 and I'm still not tired, y'all. I've been at work since 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Even have no time to really chill and go out. You know, I really don't really, I've never been that type of person to really be out that much. I just, you know, stay at the crib, do what I do. Um, at times I've been trying to be more social, but, you know, sometimes life show you just to stick to yourself sometimes. Pop out when you want to or pop out when you need to. Not even when you need to, just when you want to. You don't need to pop out. You know, I really been appreciating a lot of y'all for really fucking with the podcast. Um, on the Anchor app, we we are at 280 plays. That's a lot, man. I've seen a a, a hundred view spike within like um like less than a month, like a couple weeks. And I appreciate y'all. I've been I started this and like on Halloween, the day before Halloween, and and was being stagnant. 
and going through the hosting phase and whether or not I should have somebody else co-host it with me and trying to promote it as much as I want to and just to, to see the reception back from it, I appreciate y'all. I do. My whole point is to inform, to, you know, really spill, really spill some real shit, trying to put on people, you know, at the same time putting myself on and, you know, help build. This is what I'm here to do. I'm trying to help build, help create. Not even help create. I'm trying to create. I'm trying to build. The fuck? <laughs> I ain't trying to help. I'm trying to build myself and just build, period. If I'm able to build myself and build an avenue to bring people up with me and to put on somebody else, I'm I, I'm that type of person. But I got to be able to do that for myself first before I'm able to put that on for somebody else because I'll be selfish. Um, the podcast Instagram page, the Lost Ones Podcast underscore. Y'all go follow that for me. Um, Lost Ones YouTube channel, the Lost Ones Podcast. That's what we on, y'all. Episode 15 is about to be in the books. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, Rob Glow, three underscores. Twitter, Rob127 underscore. Instagram page for podcast. The Lost Ones Podcast underscore. Like I said, y'all, two episodes dropping a week with two visuals and content for every week, for every episode. I want to thank y'all. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Until we meet again the next time, deuces.